Welcome to Local Only Cantina. Mixing it up with Brandon and Cherie. Hello everybody. Welcome back again. We are back to have some more fun. What's up? <laughs> so today we wanted to just kind of keep going with our story. I think that's kind of what we'll do is just kind of keep telling you our story so you can kind of get to know us a little bit before we get into some of the hard things that we've gone through and being able to help maybe help you navigate through some of those hard times like we had to do on our own and things that we've incorporated into our relationship, but that's for later. Today we're going to keep it light, keep it fun, and I have a fun topic for us to discuss. Yay. <laughs> so, um, I just thought it'd be fun. It? I just thought it would be fun today to talk about our engagement and how that happened since we kind of talked about how we met last time or any dates specifically you want to discuss or should we Any dates specifically? Yeah. Like dates as in dating. Calendar dates or dates <laughs> like that we went on. No, dates that we went on. I don't know. I no, think I don't know. I think it's been too long to remember. It's been anything. a long time. <laughs> But, um, I don't know, we've always been a little bit more adventurous. One of the things that I've always loved about Brandon is that I'm kind of a little bit of a country girl at heart. I love the trucks. I love going off-road. I love, like, just having a lot of different adventures. And one date, I remember, I just am going to bring this up. Was it the Men in Black date? Men in Black? Oh, no. Oh, we got chased by them? <laughs> We did get chased by the men in black on a date one time. That is true. <laughs> okay, we do have to discuss that one too. But there are some epic moments in our life, and I know lives, and I know that you guys, if you are a couple, you've had these fun moments, but they're kind of fun to look back on because it makes you kind of remember why you got together in the first place and the fun you had together. And I think that's important. So I'm trying to think of which one came first. I think my story came first. I don't know what story you have, so. <laughs> you. So, um, we just decided one night. I I had I've been shooting and stuff with my dad and my brothers a couple times in my life, but one night Brandon wanted to take me camping with some friends and to go shooting some guns and stuff, and so. We, living in Utah, we decided, well, he decided this is one of those kind of spontaneous things that he decided to kind of break out and do with some friends. And we went out into the West Desert and... Out by the salt flats. Yeah, by the salt flats. And we decided to camp out there. Well, we got there kind of late at night. Um, had a little bit of fun shooting some guns. Well, not too late at night. It was kind of early evening, huh? Probably. It's been a long time. There's only one part of this thing that I really recall, and it's the next day. I don't really recall. I guess my that. point in wanting to... <laughs> it's a long time ago. Man, we forgot to cheers, baby. Yeah, we did. Cheers. cheers. It's going to be super let's, loud on the... Let's start this one more time. <laughs> no, so... We went out to the salt flats. Yeah, so anyways, part of the reason why I wanted to bring this up is because sometimes as a girl, you... Don't want to do some things that are get you a little bit dirty, get you a little messy. But I will say, being a little bit more of a country girl, if you can let your hair down and you can just have some fun and be spontaneous with the person that you want to be with, then 
you can really make some epic moments happen. And I got to shoot my first shotgun with Brandon, which was pretty cool. And what happened to me when I shot the shotgun? Do you remember? He doesn't remember, guys. Well, I don't think it was on the, that date, actually. But I do remember the first time you shot the shotgun, you almost fell on your ass. Yeah. But I don't think that's the date, though. I think you're no. you're mixing some stuff up. But we'll just pretend that that's the date, okay? We're out in the Salt Flats. We're camping out there. Unless you're thinking of a different camping trip than me. Man, your memory's bad. I'll just tell the story. Okay, go for it. <laughs> we can mix up dates. That's fine. We'll yeah, just... no, I think the fun part about it was being able to try something new. And we were out in the middle of the salt flats. And if any of you guys have been out to the salt flats, it's not like regular mud, regular dirt. It sticks to you and it's white and it's gross when it's like muddy. And and so to be out there and to camp out there means it's not going to be a very clean experience. But we kind of set up camp. We shot some guns and had a big bonfire. And that night, Brandon decided to go four-wheeling in his Montero that he had. Okay, this is the date that you're talking about. Okay, I was wondering. <laughs> I'm like, are we mixing stuff up here? So tell them what happened on... Well, the salt flats are super fun, actually, to drive on. Uh, we weren't re really out on, like, the main salt flats, like the Bonneville salt flats. But we were, for sure, in the West Desert. It's all white. It is salty, for sure. But... It's really fun to drive on because the top couple inches of it is really soft and so you kind of feel like you're flo floating i guess you know so just racing around as far as the eye can see it's just white and it's flat and it's straight so we're out there doing do donuts and stuff like that and uh i kind of spun through this one wet spot and the ass end like sunk down in the mud and then i spun again and the ass end sunk more down in the mud and then till finally I spun one more time and the ass in straight got fucking stuck in the mud. So it was really dark. Um, we decided we couldn't do anything else at that point in time. By the time you're stuck that much, four wheel drive's not gonna really pull you out of it. So I was stuck, stuck. So the next day we go out there and we look at it and the gas tank is sitting on the salt. It's that deep and uh, yeah, so we started to dig and dig and dig, and it got warmer and warmer and warmer. And we dug for, I, I don't even know how long, but we couldn't get that damn thing out of there. The fun part about this, well, not really the fun part. About yeah, I'm wondering it. where the fun part is. The <laughs> night before was fun. This part sucked balls, so, for me at least. <laughs> so the reason why I bring this up, actually, is because... That morning we wake up, we're in the middle of the desert in Utah, in the middle of the desert in between Utah and Nevada, like getting to the Nevada borderline, it's pretty hot. It can get up to over a hundred degrees and it's, there's no humidity. So super dry heat. And we were sitting there in this dry heat while these guys were trying to dig the truck out, the Montero out. And I guess the reason why I want to bring it up is because sometimes unexpected things happen when you're like on a date or when you're out doing adventures, but being able to just be able to get up and help and have some fun, even though it may be kind of an awful experience to be in. Poor decisions make for good stories sometimes, <laughs> right? So how lame would your life be if you never made any poor decisions? So we, we eventually had to just leave the, the damn thing there. 
And so we rode home, we all packed into my friend's car, rode home, then I had to have my brother-in-law and my sister come back out and pull it out. I fully expected when I went back to find it sitting on, you know, just the brake rotors and stuff like that. I thought my ribs would be gone, I thought it would all be gone, but it was still there. It was too friggin' far out there for someone else to find it, I guess, but yeah, we went out and pulled it out and that was that. Kind of a funny thing about that actually is two of our other friends that were on that trip actually ended up getting married as well. So maybe that adventure ended up being a good thing for relationship building. I don't know. I'm what, just kidding. What were they up to when I was trying to... No, he, he was out there with me trying to dig it out. But yeah, that's cool. And they've been married a long time. Yeah, they've been married almost as long as us. Actually. Yeah, but they moved away because they suck. <laughs> so we haven't seen them in a long time. Anyway, Anyways. actually, I think Brandon's story is a, little, is a little bit more interesting. It's kind of a little bit more along the lines of being funny from the background that we came from. Yeah, so we... Um, so in Utah, downtown Salt Lake, there's a Mormon temple. And everybody likes Like, that's the main tour, tourist attraction here. Um, and next to the temple, there's a big reflection pond and it's not very deep. It's only like, I don't know, foot and a half deep or so people walk by and they throw their change in it. That's an important part to the story here. <laughs> so people walk by and they throw in their change. Well, it's from the middle of the night. All the stores around are closed. Shree and I are out on a walk cruising through there. And, uh, I don't know how the hell we got on this conversation, but I was, Telling her that I, I don't skip. Like, of course I know how to skip, but it's just something I don't do. And she thought that was weird, I guess, for whatever reason. <laughs> well, it's funny because most, and I would say the majority of Mormon boys growing up will take their girl on a date to Temple Square at least once or twice before they end up getting married. Yeah. It's like the place to go. Do they most all skip or something? <laughs> why, why was this a thing? No, I, most engagements happen. Actually, many engagements happen on these grounds. And so it's just kind of a funny place to even be talking yeah. about. But so, the funny thing was, though, is we were talking about skipping and he was like, and I don't, yeah, I don't know how we got into this conversation. No, no, either. But... Brandon was telling me that he would never skip. And so I was like, well, if I, what would I have to do to make you skip? I just want to see you skip because I'd never seen a guy skip before. And I just wanted to see what it would look like. But he decided to dare me to go lay down in the reflection pool. I was pool. like, you go lay your ass down in that reflection pool right there and I'll skip around it. So she did. Okay. So she's in there laying down in it i'm looking like a dipshit skipping but it's okay because no one's out there and all of a sudden the fucking men in black come down they just like emerge from like the, the darkness yeah and there was like four or five of these men all dressed in black suits with they got like their little, little things pieces. in their ears and stuff <laughs> like they're anyways turns out <clears throat> you think that the gov gov government employs the men in black they don't the Mormon church does. It's their security staff. So they're all out there in their black suits and everything with their earpieces in. And I'm surprised they didn't have like sunglasses on, even though it was dark. But they saw her laying in the, the, the pond and were out to get her. Yeah. She, so, she was the, <laughs> the so suspect. So I literally, I, I'm all 
always up for a dare. I <laughs> just to, to get in the dare. damn pool. I don't know why, but like I know for most dares, I'll yeah. do them, and and I'm not scared to do them. So when right. I went to go lay down in the pond, I. <laughs> I stand up and there's these guys calling for me and motioning for me to come out of the pond and I'm like oh great so I walk over there and there's about four or five guys like helping me get out of this reflection pond and they're looking at me like I'm in trouble and they they're just gonna hoped, take me to jail they just all hoped you had a white t-shirt shirt on <laughs> I'm sure I'm sure of you <laughs> no but so I'm walking out of it and they're like, oh, did somebody dare you to do this? And I'm like, yeah, it was that guy right there skipping around the pond. As he's still skipping around the pond and these guys are all surrounding me and they're like, they're like, okay, well, we have a problem with the homeless coming in and taking the money out of the pond. So <laughs> call on me. Yes. How fucking funny is that? The, the Mormon church, one of the most wealthy, this podcast is not going to be about that. We might talk about that at some point, but still, most wealthiest church in the world almost, next to maybe the Catholics, I, I bet that's it. They have a reflection pool that people walk by and freely throw my money in. And then the Mormon church has a high paid security staff to keep the starving people from take, taking out a few bucks so that they can go buy some food. <laughs> Isn't that, is that just me that thinks that's weird? Uh, that's probably secu- like too. <laughs> I'm not saying that that's all they do, but I still think that that specific instance is funny that they told us, yeah. we're here, we have to watch this because homeless people, they steal the money that people walk by and put in there for free anyways. <laughs> So that the homeless people can't go get a few bites, like get a Whopper or some shit like that across the street, right? You know? Can't do that. No, I just find that you know, humorous. <laughs> also that they don't allow homeless people. In also that they don't allow <laughs> <laughs> they just get need, into that later. They just need to patrol the, the outside of it. Then they wouldn't have to protect the inside. <laughs> no, but anyways, anyways, it was just We're a getting off track, I think. It <laughs> yeah. was a fun night, though. It, it was, was a good time. fun night. And it was funny to be able to watch him be able to skip around the pond. We ultimately got married in that temple. Yeah. The Salt Lake Temple. Yeah. Yeah. That's a story for another time. But, you know, how often do you get almost arrested by the men in black on a date? I got caught one other time up with by the men in black actually. Oh yeah. On the top of the conference center. I was making out up there with somebody else. Rude, was this while we were dating? I don't think so. <laughs> <What? That's laughs> I don't it. think so. I want you guys to all give a thumbs down. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> can't be completely sure, but no, I don't think so. Anyway, what's this well, paper you have here? So I got home from work and we were supposed to do this thing Sunday, but we were on a trip. Yeah. So um, we did not do this Sunday. So I got home from work and Sheree said, we're going to do a podcast and I am learning right now what this podcast is about. So, yeah. And I learned about 30 seconds. Right now. <laughs> so what's, what's, what's this thing you have here? Is okay, this the next so thing? Part of, I just wanted to kind of get through some of the things, dates that we could remember because I want to move into just talking about our engagement and what happened with our engagement, why it was done the way that it was done and kind of a funny story behind that. 
But also I found this blog that says, tells you what you, and I'll actually include the link with our podcast too, so that you guys can have it. But it's a blog that is talking about, um, the title of it is find out what your proposal story says about you. So this is kind of fun. Just oh shit. A little bit like okay. So they kind of put it into five different categories. I'm I'm twice as good at least. Yeah. Than, than most men are at least twice. Yeah. Yeah. Well, here's a funny story <laughs> about that. He only thinks he proposed twice. <laughs> Did I propose more than that? I like to. I remember when we first got engaged. I would tell you people that we he talk proposed about to when me I had to times. go ask your dad. Is that your third one? Oh no, that's. A whole different I story. I proposed but, to him. But maybe. we could also talk about that too. Mm, maybe. Okay. All right. Anyway, so I was just thinking, um, really like the first time we talked about it, I think every couple kind of goes through this in a different way in the way that you guys decide that, okay, it's time for us to get married. It's time for us to take that next step. For us, we were pretty young and we were pretty, I mean, Let's see, we were probably only five months into dating, actually, at the point that you proposed, right? Young and Mormon. <laughs> That's how it goes. You marry quick. Yeah. Get that shit done. You don't waste no time. Yeah, and I remember <laughs> so... <laughs> so... I remember the first time he asked me. He probably doesn't actually include this in his two times no. that he proposed. No, you have to have a ring to propose. You did have a ring. Go on. <laughs> Go on. So I think I, I, I think she's gonna, I think she's mixing up no, stories no. again. I include this okay. in one of the proposals because I think it was just kind of that fun, like let's do it conversations that okay. couples have right not all couples have this conversation but the way it worked for us is um, oh you and i, I know were... what you're gonna say i did have a ring you're right yeah so yeah. anyways guys if a guy really loves you and he proposes to you three times then you might finally say my yes. first ring was my thumb <laughs> ring that that was more like a prom promise ring and yeah. that was just my state my sterling silver thumb ring that I used to wear. But you know what's weird is I actually love that proposal or that promise ring because it was just kind of simple and beautiful and the way that you did it. Like we you were just where I got that ring. Uh oh. He's gonna ruin it, isn't he? No. <laughs> Where'd you get it? I got it at the swap meet in Hawaii. Oh yeah? Kauai, I think. It was either that or Maui, because we went to both places on the same trip because my mom bought the tickets to the wrong air airport the wrong island yeah yeah <laughs> the wrong rock right you had to swim over yeah, the other island to, swim. to get to your hotel no that's no we um when i got home from my mission i served a mormon mission my parents took me and my brother and uh, a friend of his out there well i think they my parents didn't take them. They took me and they paid their way, I'm sure of it. But um, we went out there and we were going to Ka Kauai. And my brother calls my mom or is sitting with my mom or something. Okay, so what's our flight arrangement? She's like, well, we fly into Maui. And then we're going to drive to the hotel. And he's like, Maui? Mom, we're staying in Ka Kauai. Yeah, we'll just drive. 
No, that's not how that works. So the cool thing was Don't is, make that rookie mistake if you ever go to no, Hawaii. But it worked out awesome, right? Poor decisions make for cool stories, right? Like we just said. So we ended up staying on Maui. My parents had a timeshare there that they got to book. So we stayed there for two days and then we got on a plane and flew over there and spent the rest of the time in Kauai where I bought that thumb ring at a swap meet and eventually gave to you and then we ended up living out there for a little bit yeah maybe that's like a this is a whole circle like a ring right <laughs> wow that was nice babe. <laughs> that was profound <laughs> no so actually what we, what i loved about this first proposal was just that I don't know. It was just so simple. You and I were sitting on my bed, just kind of being goofy in love. I remember it was just like goofy stage of being in love. And we were just kind of looking at each other, maybe making out a little bit and just being fun as a couple. And I remember you just taking your ring off and giving it to me and I put it on my thumb. And then I can't remember exactly how you said it, but you're just like, but you said something to the effect like, do you want to marry me? And I thought it was just kind of beautiful and kind of spontaneous and kind of just this fun little lighthearted thing in the moment. And that's kind of how I am. I'm a bit more simple. I'm not one. I'm not the type of girl that I always had my ring picked out before. Yeah. But I was really young at the same time. So, you know, I wasn't probably in the wedding planning mode, I guess. Yeah, you're, you're right, though. I, I didn't necessarily ever count that as one of the two. But... I did but, propose, so I guess if we count that, I guess we'll say three times, right? I still am in the top tier of, of, of men. Would you like to know why? Why is that? Because there's lots of guys that might have been schmucks and proposed to the same chick three times, but probably not many of them. The girl said yes all three times. <laughs> <laughs> he didn't believe my answer. <laughs> He's like, that's, just, that's kind of a stupid thing. He's like, are you sure? <laughs> are you sure? Are you I don't, I don't, I don't know. trust it. <laughs> yeah. It is true, though. She said yes all three times. So you may ask yourself, well, why the hell did you propose three times? No, the second time was actually really sweet, really beautiful. I the second time was because I didn't. The first one was not actually a yeah, proposal. The first real proposal. Why yeah. don't you tell that story? The real one? Yeah. Why don't you tell it? Me? Okay. Yeah. Okay, well, I wish I had the journal. I think that <laughs> it got water damage in one of our floods that we had in one of our houses. We were cursed. Sometimes we were cursed with lots of floods. We lived in a house, house that <laughs> would just, the pipes, whoever built that house did the worst job with plumbing and shit would just burst all the time. And at the time, I worked for the fire, fire, fire department out there, and my area that I worked in was actually just down the street from my station. So I used to tell the guys, I'm like, hey, if I'm ever off or something like that in that house, you get a call to that house and it's burning down. I said, as long as my wife and kids are outside, circle the block a few times, let that fucker burn. Because <laughs> I was so over it and sick of it. But then I thought to myself, you know what? Even if it did, some goddamn pipe would fucking spring a leak and just put out the flames, right? Like, my luck. We eventually had to pay somebody else 12,000 bucks just to buy the house from us. Yeah. And it was the best 12 grand I ever spent. That's because we were upside down in the house because of the crash of 08 and all that bullshit. But yeah, fun times. Yeah. So that's where the, the, uh, the book went to, huh? So anyway, 
Um, it is part of the story, and I kept it Side forever. Note. But I had it in a box of memory stuff, and it was one of the things that got ruined in that. But um, anyways, just to tell you the story, we... And hopefully I don't miss out any parts because he well, definitely. You know, you do. But you tell the story <laughs> better than I do, though. He definitely planned this out very well, and even though he's a little rough around the edges, this guy right here, he is actually a teddy bear and romantic at heart. And that's the thing that I love a lot about this guy is he really knows how to be romantic and get to my heart, and I love that. But it's not true. Don't believe it. <laughs> All the roughness you see—that's that's me. Yeah. I know it. a little bit. Yeah. Okay. But All right. Anyway, so Mushy stuff. Anyway, so we—he decided to take me up to the Capitol, um, up above the Capitol building. There's like this little park up there, and we'd been up there a time or two before this on different dates. But he's like, "Hey, you want to go for a picnic up above the?" Capitol building. I'm like, oh, cool. Yeah, let's go up there and we'll watch the sunset and everything. So we, he brings the, like some, I think he brought like crackers and cheese or something like that. And some, not champagne, but because we were LDS, <laughs> we brought some, what's it called? Martinelli's? Crackers and cheese. <laughs> Probably it was like red vines and fucking Starburst or something like that. No, no. it wasn't. <laughs> Whatever. No. It was it was actually, I, I did bring Martin, Martin Nelly's up, yeah. Yeah, and I think you had crackers and cheese and grapes or something like that, and which was funny because it was never anything That's that we would have done before. so not me at all. <laughs> so I knew something was up because it's not... Now when I go to an event and people eat crackers and cheese off their little wooden board, I... I mean, I'll eat it because it tastes good, but it still is a little bit bougie for me. <laughs> Anyways. Sometimes a girl likes a little bougie, okay? Yeah, <laughs> I know. So that's why I did it, okay? Anyway, so we're sitting up there. He puts out a blanket. We're sitting up there. Had a couple glasses of Martinelli's. <laughs> feeling a little well, buzz. Feeling a little <laughs> tipsy. <laughs> that's not Martinelli's the wine. That's Martinelli's the grape juice. <laughs> <laughs> yeah and but it was super cute and we watched the sunset and snuggled and just was a really cute romantic night and then we went to it it was getting dark outside so he's like okay go get in the car and i i opened up the car door i jumped in and and he comes over and he's like i have something for you and i'm like okay so i grab it and it's this like journal and I open up the journal and he's like, he's like, go ahead and read that. And I'm like, okay. And there's like this journal entry inside the journal and it describes our whole night that night coming up above the Capitol building and snuggling and being romantic and Brandon's so cute. Brandon's so cute. He wrote it as if I was writing it. So he wrote a lot of like little things I, in there. I talked myself up a lot. <laughs> So throughout the whole journal entry, it's all about how much I love him and adore him yeah, and everything. And true. then at the end of the journal entry, it says, then he hands me this journal. I'm reading this journal. And then I look down. I, I put the book down. I look down at him and he's down on one knee with the ring. And so that was part of the journal entry was just saying that. So I put down the journal and I look down and there's Brandon down on one knee with a ring but he actually remembered something that i was very special to me and 
I don't know why this is very special, but when I was a young girl, I remember the first ring I ever got was in a, was from a Cracker Jacks box. And I always wanted to be proposed to by a Cracker Jack box ring and it to be just the simple ring, not anything super fancy. And, but it was really cute. It was this heart that was all quilted and it was just really beautiful. Really it was cute. quilted? Yeah, like the heart on it you... had a little quilt pa pattern on uh, it. I don't even remember what it looked like. Wow. Wow, Brendan. But I remember it was like a plastic Cracker Jack ring though. Yeah. And I did. That that was a thing, right? You have to like listen, pay attention to things, right? Yeah. Little side notes for future. Yeah. And, you know, the cool thing since he had been engaged before. <laughs> I got to go choose my ring with the money that we took back for the ring. <laughs> that sounds awful, I know. No, but... well, is it? <laughs> if I would have sold the ring and then went and used that to, it's, it's, it's the, same. the same thing, right? So don't get caught up in the details when it doesn't matter. Right? That's, That's right. That's a big thing. <laughs> That's right. But we got to go. So we also got to plan another date to be able to go and look at rings and find the ring that I really liked most for me. So it's kind of just a cool way to propose and go to the next step and get to choose my own ring. So yeah, that was good. But it still wasn't good enough. <laughs> it wasn't. No. So she's she's got this friend that's been her like best friend for years since what like junior high. Um, high school. High school, junior yeah. in high school, yeah. So, and uh, in fact, I still like when we see each other. I'm like, "What's up, cuz?" Right? Like, we're like we've just been family too. So, she's my backup wife. <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah. If you ever disappear, <laughs> that poor dude's getting divorced because I'm gonna take her. No. <laughs> I was gonna say she's married. That was no. Yeah, but I'm way <laughs> cooler. Though. No, I'm just kidding. Like we've just all. all always made these jokes like she's my cousin or backup wife or my sister wife because she was just like there like all the time you're she has a sister that's also my sister wife too carrie we've joked about that too so yeah these girls that are always around right you know when you have a boy in the mormon religion he starts thinking about polygamy yeah <laughs> His other wives just yeah <laughs> but i've seen those shows though and i think i would pick differently yeah. I think I think they're missing out on a huge, huge uh, uh, opportunity there. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I've got all these options, and they just kind of don't. They pick, like, the bottom of the barrel most of the time, you know. Actually, they're assigned, though, I think, right? We yeah. we started to watch this thing on, was it on Netflix? Yeah. Stay Sweet, that Warren Jeffs thing. Man, that's jacked up, right? Yeah. Anyway, so, so she's not actually my sister wife. I wouldn't actually do that. I'm not actually going to steal her from her, her husband. He's just joking. These are just the jokes that, that we've made because we've been so tight, right? Yeah. You know? So we actually had like a group of friends, like her, her and her best friends just sort of like my group of friends and hers just sort of like melded into like one really quick, right? Which is a good sign, right? Because I've had friends date girls that immediately try to like pull them away. That never ends well, right? And that so. was a huge sign for me, actually. Like, I I think that's what I loved a lot about Brandon is that he was able to be friends with so many different people, and I love that about him. And I knew I wanted to keep the people that I loved in my life, and I didn't want to have yeah. to choose between the person I was going to spend my life with and yeah. who meant a lot to me in my life. So, so. 
with this third proposal. She certainly <laughs> didn't want to choose between, but she did want me to propose to her as well, which makes her my, my sister wife, right? I didn't actually propose to her. But she was so tight with her, she says to me, she has to be a p part of this, right? Oh my gosh, so, so this is actually how it happened, is we went out on their date to pick out the ring. I picked out the ring, and I was so excited, and I had it on my finger, and I was looking at it the whole way home, and I was so excited, and it was just so beautiful. What's that other side? <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, so I'm looking at this ring and thinking how amazing it is, and I'm like thinking... Oh my gosh, my best Shit. friend is going to kill me. I've been engaged for like a week or two now and I haven't said a word to her. I hadn't told anybody I, because I wanted to get the ring first. And I thought, she's going to kill me when she finds out that I have been engaged for this long without <laughs> telling her. So I hurry and took the ring off. I put it back inside the box. I'm like, and I'm like for real? <laughs> You're not going to wear the damn ring we just bought? I'm like, you have to propose to me again. <laughs> Again, for real, like yeah. this, this is real. Like we actually did this. This is nonsense. This is so goofy. maybe I'm a little crazy. Maybe I'm on the crazy. You're, skill. you're on the line for sure, <laughs> but that means you're hot. So that's good. Um, plus, you know, crazy in the head, crazy in the bed. So that's all good. Um, so what we did, she, so she puts me on the freaking spot again. I had to come up with a creative thing to begin with, right? Now I got to do this shit again, right? So I decided I was just going to take the e e easy way out, which I knew would work. I knew it would be cool. So I, I had a song that I had written before. And all I did was I, I replaced the third verse with uh, Will You Marry Me type verse, right? We went up to the canyon, sat by the stream, and I started to play this song on guitar and sing. So it was a... Um, Big Cottonwood Canyon. Yeah. And there's some boulders on the side where the river is going down. And we used to kind of go swimming there. That's so funny. We haven't done that. They don't even allow you to do that anymore, actually. No, because no, that's our drinking water. So they don't. Blacker up there. They'll yeah. <laughs> get you. So this was before you couldn't get into the water. And we were on these two boulders just hanging out, kind of swimming in the water a little bit, just chilling me and my roommates. And and we got my other roommate involved. She was like, oh, I got this. I'm going to plan it all out. She actually filmed it with a video camera I had. So we have it on video. I need to get that off that tape. But anyway, so we're sitting there. She, My best friend, she doesn't know what is going to happen, right? She's just thinking that we're she just peeing and out I'm, as I'm, usual. I just brought brought my guitar I'm gonna sing some Brandon songs. would always bring his guitar in random times and sing so it wasn't anything out of the usual and the best part was like after like the second verse she picked up on the chorus and she just was like singing along with this song she had never yeah, heard before yeah she's a singer so she like <laughs> she picks up on stuff like that easily so she's just singing along with the chorus like she knows it all and and it was just so funny because she's singing along with him and then he gets to the last verse and she's rocking out. And it's funny because here's Brandon and I'm clear on the other side of the boulder and she's kind of right in between us, right? So as my friend's filming this, it's Brandon, Allison, and me. And so she's like in between this proposal that's going to happen, which made it even more epic for me, actually, because I thought it was so cute. Yeah. She was right in the middle. And the video is cool because she's singing along and then all of a sudden I get to like the marry me part and she's like 
wait, what, what that, you know, and just, <laughs> what the hell? She kind of looks around <laughs> and she like looks at me, looks at Brandon, yeah. looks at me, looks at Brandon. She's like, oh my God. So like Jerry so, gets out of the way. <laughs> after that time, we finally got to be engaged because we had proposed to her or yeah. I had proposed to her. Yeah. Did yeah. I say yes that time? Yep. That time as well. <laughs> So, anyways, yeah, here so we that's are. my crazy story. Yeah. So, let's find out what that says about us. Well, okay. As a couple and what it means maybe for future. I don't know. I actually started to read some of these. So, I they actually broke it up into about five different categories. So, and I'll include this link so you guys can see where you're at on your what your proposal story here. says about you. Hot cake crazy matrix <laughs> that one could be another story oh, okay we'll okay. include that link too <laughs> so you can get there as well yeah it might be a little crazy yeah the more i'm talking about all this stuff in our so, podcast is i'm actually looking back on my own life and wondering how crazy i was or maybe looking I back on your life and thinking what went wrong <laughs> no. maybe what went wrong all right let's okay <laughs> let's hear i just keep taking off on the side notes here. Okay, so the five different categories for the type of proposal story are the holiday holiday proposal story, meaning like on a vacation or like taking them to, to some place to propose. The next one is the Christmas proposal. The next one is the dinner proposal. And then the last two are the picture-perfect proposal story and the spontaneity. Oh, sorry, the spontaneous proposal. And I decided that because we have three different proposals, two of them fall under the picture perfect proposal story. Oh, yeah, picture perfect. Yeah. And wow. the spontaneous, oh, I want to keep calling it the spontaneous. Spontaneous. Spontaneous proposal. <laughs> anyway, so basically, like I said, um, with a spontaneous proposal, that's what I say our first one was with giving me the thumb ring that gotcha. I, that I yeah. had. I think that that was actually kind of special to me because it was still you gave me a ring and it was just kind of fun and, and just ooey gooey lovey, you know, how that goes. But it says um, the, spon the spontaneous proposal. <laughs> Maybe I shouldn't have cheers with you. Oh. Uh, but it says, because mm -hmm. when you know, you know, we've heard all kinds of tales, even even of a proposal at home while doing the washing up, while there's often no ring involved and they might not get down on one knee, we reckon these make some of the most romantic engagements. Think about it. Your partner loved you just so much, they simply couldn't wait a moment longer to ask for your hand. Plus, you get to pick the ring together, so you don't need to worry about whether he picked up on your Style hints, you're guaranteed to love the, the finger candy you'll be support, you'll be sporting for the rest <laughs> of your life. So I think that kind of went with like our first proposal. But then the no. other one was, and I'm not going to read all of them. I just going to read the ones that kind of pertain to our story. But the picture perfect proposal story is maybe you hiked to the top of a hill before bagging the best ring self. Oh what? Before doing <laughs> what? <weird>. Before. <laughs> that is a weird word they use there. Before bagging I, something. Before bagging the best ring selfie and toasting to your engagement at the top. Selfies weren't a thing back then. Yeah, we didn't. No. We did have a video camera though. That was pretty high tech yeah, for back then because I did a lot of videos. Yeah. Um, 
It says, perhaps your partner asked you to marry them by a waterfall, just like one of your featured grooms. Oh, one of our featured grooms, sorry. Maybe they waited until sunset to surprise you with a sparkling diamond. If this was your perfect proposal, you're a private and romantic couple who treasure the small things in life. You love getting outdoors and going on adventures together. Being together is enough to make any moment special. So. It's all true, including the private part. Here we are broadcasting this on <laughs> YouTube. <Right. laughs> and podcast stuff, Apple Podcasting. <laughs> Podbean and all that. Very private. No, what I think, the thing that I guess I loved about this blog is it, it doesn't say that it, none of them were any negative way of saying anything about your relationship, but I think it. Well, I'm never going to say like, oh, if, if, <laughs> if, if you did this, you'll, <laughs> you'll be divorced in six years. Though they could, you know, I mean, if you just throw the ring at someone and says, let's do this, then yeah. that's a bad way yeah. to do it. You never know. Maybe if you don't even there's, get to these top five. probably successes there, too. Then maybe you may not last right. Hey, babe, catch. <laughs> What's this? Oh, all right. <laughs> that would be kind of spontaneous. Yeah, that would be cool, too. <laughs> now, but anyway, so whether it's on a vacation or it's over Christmas, over dinner, or you go out to the outdoors, or you're just spontaneous and you decide to just have a moment and say and ask them there in the moment that feels right. You know, I think any moment where it feels right to you and you both want that for the both of you, then I think it's kind of a cool experience. But do that. Yeah. Yeah. Anything you have to say about that? I was just glad she said yes all three times. Wouldn't that have sucked if I did like the first two and then the third one? You're like, yeah, I've changed my mind. I just wanted the ring. So and that would have that would have been awful. You know, I've been thinking in the past week. Um, I'm gonna say no to this actually. No, it was pretty cool though, and I think for me, the beautiful part about it is he didn't even care to do it a third time. It was just part of the fun, and that actually played into our relationship. It was fun, a lot. and it's been fun. Like we, not our relationship, our friendships, because our really closest friends were were all there. Um, it's just a story that you know you have. This was one that was actually a wise decision that still made a good story, right? So yeah. they don't all have to be bad t t decisions yeah. to make good stories, but that's that's what your life is about, right? Like at the end of the day, we're old, we're dead, we're gray, or tomorrow I get smashed by a truck, who knows, right? Um, at the end of the day, the only thing you have left before everything goes black or takes you to wherever you go are the stories you have memories you have right so yeah. find someone cool that you can make those with that's actually the the biggest part here is not so much just the story like the proposal story but find somebody that like 20 years down the road you can tell that story and it's like still cool because the vast majority of people don't have that experience nowadays yeah and to keep making those moments and those stories happening because I think it's easy the longer you're married to forget to make those moments happen, to make those stories happen. Yeah. And still to this day, we have moments and stories that we keep sharing with people and it's never going to end. And I think when you can find somebody where you know that your story's never done, yeah. that you keep writing new chapters with, and you know you may have chapters that are might be depressing and hard to get through but when you get through those and you make more stories those good stories 
then you'll feel like you've lived a hundred lifetimes yeah. with the person that you love. Me and Shree were actually talking the other night and and uh, I think we were, I don't remember who, we were talking about somebody, talking about a relationship or something that broke up or whatever. And I'm like, man, think, think about like, had we not gotten through those hard times, like had we just decided to be done, like where would we be? Like our life would be completely different. But how fucking rad is it that we got through that, came back, and we're like be- better than, 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 than ever, right? Um, and again, we said this on, I think the last show we did, um, big thing for me is, you know, when people say, oh, I, you know, I'm in my hun, hun, honeymoon phase. That never has to end. And sometimes it will, but you can have like a bunch of them, which is cool, right? As long as you don't quit, things usually work out okay in the end. Yeah, and even when you do go through those hard times, don't think that that ends your honeymoon stage. Go back to that stage. Even when it's hard and you have to make yourself do it in the beginning. Yeah, angry sex is fun too, you know. So <laughs> yeah. anger bangs not never bad either. So use that tool. That's a good tool to get through those hard times, you know. I will say yeah? there there were moments where I was too angry that I was like, but then it does help. I will yeah. say. <laughs> Anyways, we're getting off track now. So. Anyway, this was fun. We just wanted to share our story and I wanted to have on record some of the fun things we've done in our life. And we'll keep sharing our stories and hopefully, like, it'd be fun to hear some of your guys' engagement stories. So feel free to reach out, let us know. Um, And subscribe and let us know what other things you'd like to hear. Subscribe, like, share, five-star review, all that (laughs) stuff. I'm talking to all three and a half of you that are watching this thing right now. (laughs) Peace out. See you guys.